Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. His body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Oh, does that take me back? This is going to be fun. He is the Hulk, period. End of story, full stop for me and for so many of us. Lou Ferrigno is the Incredible Hulk. I remember waiting for that show to come on every week when I was a little... It came on in 77. So I was like five or six years old, and I, I had the rubber Incredible Hulk action figure. I mean, it was awesome. What a time. What a time. The Hulk was fantastic. And as I said, uh, to this day, the Hulk, for me and for so many of us, is and always will be Lou Ferrigno. I'm delighted he has time to join us today. Uh, Lou, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Great. Uh, really excited uh, that you're here. Um, we'll get to the Hulk stuff in a bit and what's going on this weekend. First, though, I, as I was doing some reading, uh, getting ready to chat with you, I learned a couple of things. That You played in the Canadian Football League for the Toronto Argonauts. Is that true? Yeah, back in 1970, uh, I played for a short time because it was a, it was a great experience for me because um, I was kind of forced into it by my father because I did well in the Superstars competition, so I decided to get football a try. And uh, it, it was tough because, you know, Canadian football is on after trade, but I played uh, two semi-games, uh, and then I eventually left because uh, I'd much rather be in bodybuilding, but it was, it was a wonderful experience to spend time down with to, to, to Toronto. Yeah, and you were only there for a short time. Now, what I read said, and tell me if this is true, you accidentally broke somebody's legs in practice. Is that true? Yeah, because it was a tackle situation. I didn't want to get tackled, get knocked over. So, you know, I was very strong at the time. I was benching over 500. <laughs> I remember playing the linebacker by the center. I just charged forward. The poor guy, he just sat down on the grass. He couldn't move his legs. So I wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that time you were, what, like 6'5", 320 or something like that? I mean, just enormous. I was 6'5". At the time, I was 285. I was able to run a 40-yard down to 4.6". Unbelievable. Incredible. Now, the other thing that, the other thing that I read about Lou, and I, I, I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around it almost 24 hours later. You worked as Michael Jackson's personal trainer more than once? For 20 years, on and off, we kept it a secret because, uh, he wanted to hit privacy. I trained him for the history tour. We were, we were good friends on and off for 20 years. What was that like? I mean, how, how how do you go about training Michael Jackson? I've heard stories, just absolutely wild stories. What was it like? What was your experience? My experience being with him, with him when he came to my facility, uh, to my home. I mean, uh, he came late at night. I mean, we were good friends, but he did everything I told him what to do, like far as like flexibility, stamina, toning. And uh, he was a very genuine person, but I had the chance to spend time with him because he's such an iconic character because I, I, I worship his... Uh, passive music and he yeah. had my password fitness so we collaborated we became good friends because we both had similar fathers amazing and and he, he took it to heart he worked hard and and he followed lou ferrigno's program yep exactly and uh 
the guy be missed? Oh, no, no question. I mean, one of the greatest artists of of all time, for sure. Hey, do you hate talking about the Hulk? Are you tired of people talking to you about the Incredible Hulk? Never. The reason is, is because I've done over five TV series. I've done over 50 films. And the Hulk put me on the map. And I'm very proud of the Hulk, where especially people respect and they worship the Hulk. And to me, when I do this show like uh, this weekend... It gave me that wonderful appreciation because that show affected millions of people. And some people do TV series, they forget him, but the Hulk will be with me for the rest of my life. And I don't mind it because I enjoy people get excited when they talk about the character. Yeah, you're absolutely, that's great to hear. I, I'm really glad because uh, I think you're right. It's not just a role. It, it, it was such an iconic role. It was really, I mean, I, I, I was a very young child at the time, but everybody watched Incredible Hulk. I don't, was there a bigger show in, on TV at that time? I mean, that had to be right at the top back in the 70s, early 80s, right? Well, you got to remember back then, the only three neighbors, Charlie, right. four and seven, <laughs> was, was, was like one of the biggest chance. So Captain America and Spider-Man at the time failed at the TV series, but I took my chance doing it because I was afraid that, you know, it would be having the same on my show, but I remember when it hit the air, it became just a huge bonfire hit, and every country in the world embraced uh, the hope. When you watch you know, what they're doing with superheroes now with all the computers and all the effects and stuff like that. I mean, for you, it was some green makeup, shoot you from a low angle, and the rest was up to Lou Ferrigno. You had to make the Hulk the Hulk. Do you feel like you did it, you know, and it, how do you feel about what's happening today? Well, today there's a lot of emphasis on CGI. Yeah. yeah CGI works great for Star Wars, different people, but sometimes I think it's being overdone because sometimes it's just you know, uh, it, it, what we're missing is the real love and the story, the real passion, instead of being dominated by CGI. Like, for example, the new Hulk, I mean, I mean, kind of cute, but not like the original. No. Because, you know, he's like, he looks like a professor, but the Hulk needs to be authentic, hideous, and more of like a sensitive creature. That's why the series today still holds it on, because people rather watch the TV series, because every episode has a laser compelling message about life. What was it like um, with Bill Bixby? Um, you know, I mean, you guys were sort of, the same character, but completely... I mean, how, how did that all fit together? Did you guys... Were you close? We were very close. I, I would want Bill to do the scene on the set before I do the, my scene because okay. I have to follow through as an actor. You have to deal with the previous scene. But Bill was like a second father to me. I've learned a lot from him because when I first came into the business, I didn't know anything about acting. So he took me under his wing. I watched him. I, watched him. I studied him. Plus, I was a huge fan of him with his, his original series. And he was a very genuine person. Um... You're not here for, for your health or to, or to make my day, although you have. Uh, you're here, of course, to talk about the event you're taking part in this weekend, the Edmonton Comic and Entertainment Expo. Um, what are you going to be doing there? I'll be there doing uh, signing autographs, taking selfies, doing a Q&A, meeting the fans. It's gratification because it's been three years since uh, we had the Comic-Con 2019, so I think it's going to be huge, bigger than ever, because people want to get out. They want to come back to a con and have fun. So I'm very, very excited to be here to be part of the con this weekend. Yeah, how do you feel about these events? I mean, it's a chance, like you say, to meet these people and sort of interact with them. Uh, is it something that you look forward to? Yeah, because they tell me stories, how the Hulk affected their life, how much they love to show, how much their children love to show. we got three decades of fans. So for me, it's very exciting because I see a smile. I let them leave with a smile on their face. And, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have to. I would give anything to have my parents take me to a convention to shake a celebrity hand. I would have probably fainted. But I know how these people feel, and I know how uh, it brings back my childhood. Um, 
Lou, I want to ask you about uh, where it all started, of course, and that's the incredible bodybuilding career that you had. And your rival throughout all of it for a long time was Arnold Schwarzenegger. What's the relationship with Arnold? I imagine years of competing like that, you have a relationship. Is it a friendship? Well, he was my idol growing up, and we competed on stage, of course, you know. Yeah. He's he's, he's, uh, almost 60 years older than me, so uh, we've been friends over the years because he broke down a lot of barriers, especially going to politics being uh, an A-list movie star. So I admire him for that. So it gave me a chance uh, to, for me to do the thing as a tour man. But I mean, Arnold, you know, he's come a long way because we both came from similar fathers. And then uh, we're still friends. I have a lot of respect for him. Lou, thank you so much for spending a few uh, minutes with us today. Have a great time in Edmonton this weekend. And uh, thanks, thanks very much, sir.